There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi there, everybody. We thought we'd drop a little mini pod into your second captain's feed before the week is out. You could just continue doing whatever you're doing there. Don't mind us. We won't be too long. Just wanted to let you know about the extremely enjoyable week we had on the World Service this week. Ken is just back in the door from Stockholm, Murph, where he was reporting brilliantly in the Europa League final and eating very expensive burgers. Mm, a the job well done, Ken Journalist. It was really annoying. Did you the, see that just burger? Just a burger. Yeah. 315 kroner. Like more than 30 euros. <laughs> I didn't I didn't order it, obviously. I ordered the lesser burger. How much was mm. the lesser burger? Like 20 euros. Did the lesser burger, do you think, give you a good understanding of what the 30 quid burger could, could have been? You could have tasted a 30 euro burger. Yeah. Of. If I'm honest, I, I regretted that I hadn't <laughs> after, because the lesser burger was bad and the other one would at least have been something to... Talk about yeah. <laughs> what extras were in the other burger? They gave you prime rib burger with Gruyere cheese, mm. veal bacon, mm. onion rings, foie gras, and French fries. Foie gras, like mm. <laughs> in a burger. Uh, yeah, so uh, I, I didn't go with it. To be honest, like if you're paying twenty quid for a burger, I think I probably would have gone for the thirty euro burger. The highlight on the World Service this week for many people was Pauli Malinagi talking about how Conor McGregor would be beaten by any welterweight in the top seventy-five in the world. Never mind. Floyd Mayweather, the greatest boxer possibly in the world. Mark Horgan decided to get in touch with, with the 75th ranked welterweight in the world to, to do some proper journalism here. An all-action fighter from, where is he, from Peckham, of course, named Johnny Garton, known as the Pexican for of his course. crowd pleasing style. Yeah. So Mark asked him, would he beat Conor McGregor? Pretty straightforward question. And I can now reveal the Pexican has replied, Ken. This is an exclusive for this mini-podcast. Hi, Mark. Sorry for the late reply. I'd like to think anyone around the top 75 would best him but wouldn't take anything away from McGregor. He hits hard, he punches from awkward angles, and also has very good movement. But it would also be nice to see him in the ring. I'd be more than happy to get in there and test him out. Mm. So the Pexican is a gentleman. Yeah. Now we can see that. Pexican is also called out Conor McGregor. <laughs> so. We're going to move down the rankings. We're going to see at what point a fighter would accept that they wouldn't be able to beat Conor McGregor. Okay. Up next, a gentleman by the name of Jonathan Chicas. Chicas. A welterweight from San Francisco. Teak tough. 15 wins, 2 defeats. 41% knockout percentage. Okay. He's in good shape, just inside the world's top 200, ranked 196 in the world. Do you want to get us, guess his nickname, Murph? I'm going to have to give you a clue on this one. He's a confident, flamboyant, colourful kind of a character. That's right, El Charismatico. <laughs> That's pretty Love good. El That's pretty. I th- think we should get in touch with El we'll, Charismatico. We'll get in touch with him, right, yeah. I don't think we should stop, Owen. We can go as far down as Joe Coffey from Ghana, who's ranked 2,218. <laughs> one win, 13 defeats, 10 KO defeats in the bounce. <laughs> Not great. Nickname? Mr. Doctor. <laughs> Mr. Doctor. Which he requires after all of his fights. <laughs> and then just above him Treat is uh, Martiz Logan from Tennessee, ranked 2,217 in the world. 26 wow. wins. It's pretty good. 
70 defeats <laughs> Veteran campaign He's got a lot of ring now though I'd say yeah. Nickname oh. Marty's too sweet Logan <laughs> That's what's, not, what's not too sweet He's actually lost his last 37 on the bounce oh, Might be time to well, give up Would he forgotten. beat McGregor? Would he beat Mr. Doctor? Mm. That'd be a good one He's yeah. forgotten but more than most people will ever know about boxing <laughs> <laughs> Body Malinaji's analogy game was pretty strong too, but I probably shouldn't have tried to join in on him. If you put the tiger in the ocean against the shark, the tiger has no chance. <laughs> if the, you take the shark out and you put it in the, in the wilderness against the tiger, the, the shark is out of its element. Obviously, he's going to die within moments. This sort of reminds me of a tiger versus a shark. It's two adept destroyers in their own world, but you're only fighting in the world of one of them. Okay, well, to continue that analogy, if McGregor's the tiger, surely if he practices in the sea long enough, <laughs> he can suddenly start taking on the shark. Can you make a tiger swim for six months in the <laughs> sea and really fight a shark? Or will he just be a better swimmer? That's probably a fair point. Uh, that's uh, probably well, a fair I point. I just asked the question I had in my head. I even had a note in front of me of a specific question to ask. Mm. And instead, I decided, oh, I'm going to jump at this amazing analogy. Mm. We an absolutely brilliant US Murph slot as well. We did, about uh, Dave May. Winfield, Mr. May, uh, how he managed to get on the wrong side of famed New York Yankees owner George Steinbrenner, which segued into some clips from Seinfeld, which then segued later in the week into some clips from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm. It's been a strange week in a, a lot of ways. strange week. We also had hashtag grunge week, but yeah. maybe best not to mention that particular ratings killer. Yeah, that well, I think Attracting we, too many new members, I wouldn't say. We squeezed the juice out of that particular <laughs> 11. Oh, there's no doubt about that. Great reporting, Ken, on the game in Manchester and the backdrop of the attack in the city. The game in Stockholm, I should say, in the backdrop of the attack in Manchester. There was one of, one of your lines in one of your Irish Times column said, the truth is that sport is the opposite of war. It unfolds according to rules that everyone understands. I don't know if that was a nod to a certain guest we had on the show a few years back. I'm interested, Michael, in what you said there about sports writing, about the quality of sports writing, because it sometimes can, I guess, I, I don't know if you would agree, but um, there's an element, I think that the, the sports department has been known as the toy department in newspapers over yeah, the years. That's right. It used to be called that, the toy department. Yeah, well, that's by, from people who don't know A writers and don't know the significance of sport. The distortion nowadays of, 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 of sport is that people talk of it in terms of war and famine and God knows what else, you know. And in fact, of course, it's nothing like that at all. I mean, the, the relevance of sport is that it's irrelevant, except to actually persuade us that there's a world beyond the dreadful world we live in. If you look at the newspapers now, look what's happening in the Middle East and all over, then you'd be actually likely to think that the entire world was was an appalling place to live in, da 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 and you might be right, except that there's an alternative when we go to sport to actually escape for a while from the real world and live in a fantasy world. That's what Arthur understood with Best. I mean, Best, best great gift, was he, he, he translated this extraordinary uh, talent that he had into a kind of a, a, a madcap sort of fantasy, which we all got involved in, which got nothing to do with the real world, nothing to do with war, famine, anything important like that. It was entertainment. And that's, that's the genius of sport, is to persuade us that, you know, that things as irrelevant to sport is only relevant because it actually takes our mind off what is important, which is war and famine and death and all that sort of thing. It sounds like something you've never lost your passion for then, Michael. As I said, you were, well, you were banging in all those goals playing as a youth in Barnsley. <laughs> and, and genuinely, you, you, as you said, you were you, close to a cricket, a professional cricket career. So it seems like a love that has stayed with you. Yeah, absolutely. You, you can't ignore it once you've been bitten by the bug. But the important thing is to assess it properly. 
is to put it in its proper proper place. You know, it is not war and death and famine. It's not that at all. It's the opposite of that. It's to persuade us of the world outside of that. That's why, why sports important. Nice to hear a little bit of that Michael Parkinson interview again. That was our to celebrate our 250th podcast we chatted to Parky and we will link to that whole interview on our website secondcaptains.com pretty apt description for this weekend what sort of a role did sport have yeah um, I, th- I thought so I mean you know it's like how could anyone care about this um, it's kind of what you feel in a way or there was a sense of not, neither team particularly before the game wanted to appear too excited about this game you know and they were kind of scrupulously saying, look, the shine has gone off the game, uh, and so on. And, you know, maybe part of it is that, like, why have there never been any good um, sport movies? You know, an answer often given to that is like... Well, football movies, there have been. Football football movies is because you can't really script these events. Like, it, it, it sort of depends on the fact that anything can happen. But in actually a bigger way... You know exactly what's going to happen in a football match. What, one team wins a trophy, one team doesn't. You everyone just, leaves safely. It's like a kind of ritual that you've done hundreds yeah. of times. You know exactly, and it's always basically the same. Okay, there's you know difference. There's different things happen on the field, but you know, the kind of big picture of what you're doing is exactly the same. There's kind of a ritual, like uh, consolation or reassurance in that. You know what I mean? Like it's not. It's not like a kind of. Um, the you know these terrible things that are happening, which are like both out of the blue that you know nobody has really anticipated, and are, are, are seem grotesquely out of place. You know, like a war, kind of an explosion of war in the middle of peacetime. So, yeah, I mean, you kind of re- appreciate the the um, the kind of just nor- normality of mm. going to a, a sporting event. You know, as a kind of as opposed to uh, this horrible alternative. Uh, we've got a Kennedy political podcast. Today, yes, marking Trump's rampantly successful visit around the world, having awkward encounters with various politicians. Uh, yeah, that's. I mean, every, it's it's been just incredible. It, just a series of of uh, every interaction with a foreign leader or dignitary is 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 pathological. You know, every single time he meets somebody, it's bizarre. It turns it becomes a viral clip. Um, it's apart apart from the leaders of Saudi Arabia, who he seemed to get on with extremely well. You know, they were looking after him. It seemed in the way that he's like, well, "This is exactly how I imagined being president was going to be yeah. like." And not one protester on the street, yeah. as a member of his cabinet, talked about wonderingly afterwards. I thought the, amazing. I thought the Saudis really, you know, because they they were laying it on in such a huge way, you know, with these plumed horses and all of this kind of stuff that it was very clever. I mean, in terms of they knew exactly what he would like and what he would be blown away by. And, uh, yeah, he's, he seems happiest there than, than in any of the other venues he was at. Well, we'd be dissecting that in a lot more detail in the political podcast to hear all that good stuff, to get full access to the archive and to hear if El Charismatico, Jonathan Chicas, would beat Conor, Conor McGregor from the horse's mouth. That's Chicas's mouth, not Conor mm-hmm. McGregor's mouth. You can join us, uh, you can join up, I should say, for five euro a month plus fat on secondcaptains.com. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks, Owen. Thanks, Ken. Thanks, Kieran. Thanks, Owen. Take care. Martin McGuinness and uh, also Theresa... Sorry, I've lost the first minister's name. Arlene Foster. Arlene Foster. Thank you for that. Second captain. They're better at the internet than we are. Second captain, first captain, whatever. Second captain. I thought that. Do you believe this? It's so unbelievable. 
Second captain. On the internet. I'm gonna bomb the shit out of them. It's true. I don't care. I don't care. They've gotta be stopped. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 